Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Roth. Just two episodes in, and this case is already revealing itself as one of the most complex that we've ever investigated. All we've done so far is begin to assess victimology and try to put together a timeline of Becky's day and we've been hit immediately with dozens of questions. The purpose of today's episode is aimed at looking deeper into Becky's life and her timeline. Want to make clear before we move ahead any further that we are nowhere even close to looking into suspects yet. We are still way at the beginning stages of an evidence-driven investigation and not a suspect-driven investigation. So do your best not to jump to any conclusions. Our goal today is just to try to get a little more clarity. I'm going to do that by sharing with you two police interviews. Both were conducted on the Monday after the bodies were found. First, you're going to hear from Javier Garcia, who's actually Javier Garcia Jr., since he is the source of the information that we have about Becky going on a hike on the night that she was killed. And secondly, you're going to hear Robert Pape's police interview from later that day. He is the ex-boyfriend who, according to Javi, was planning to go hiking with Becky on Sunday night. Like I told you in the follow-up on Friday, I'm going to be saving any analysis and commentary for the follow-up this week. You'll have plenty to digest today without hearing from me. The interviews alone amount to over 50 minutes of airtime. So buckle in, get your notebooks ready. This is Season 12, Episode 3, The Hike. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that you did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Ford Ranger, a vehicle for all terrains and every passion. It's a workmate, a playmate, and to its drivers, a soulmate. So how do you improve the Ford Ranger? You go all in. The all-new Ford Ranger, the UK's best-selling pickup. Now available with rear bumper steps, tailgate workbench, and enlarged load box that can fit a Euro pallet. Go break it in. Search all-new Ford Ranger. Ford Pro, driving productivity. According to SMMT data, features may be optional extras with additional cost. (laughs) 
Javier Garcia's father worked as a district attorney investigator at the time of the Pinion Pines triple homicide. And we know that at some point, Becky's friend Claire called Javi and told him that there had been a fire at Becky's place. But what's not clear at this point is how much information Javi's father had passed on to him. Javier Sr. was on the DA's homicide team, so he likely would have gotten word about the crime scene pretty early on. My only point being that Javier Jr., or Javi as we know him, had multiple sources of information, more than anyone else that we've heard from so far. And early in the day on Monday, Javi was actually at the crime scene. Not the house itself, but he was in the neighborhood along with a crowd of residents that had gathered outside of the police tape. So we can also add all the neighborhood gossip to his sources of information. But while he was there on the scene, he was interviewed by police. I know I've known the daughter of this family for like the last three you years. Talking to your car? And then uh, I just met I met her parents just recently in the last month and a half, I'd say. Who were the parents? The parents, her stepdad was John, I don't know his last name. And her mom was Vicky. And what was the uh, your friend's name? Rebecca Friedling. So what was your relationship with Rebecca? She's just been my really good friend in the last couple months. We've gotten pretty close to each other. And I was talking to her last night. I mean, are you guys dating or anything like that or just, no. just friends? Where did you meet her at? I met her at uh, my high school when she was a junior and I was a sophomore. Okay. And how old are you now? 18. Are you, have you graduated? No, I already graduated. I'm in college right now. So, any idea what happened? I, I have no idea. I was talking to her last night at, uh, last time I talked to her. Last time she talked to me last night was at 6.40 p.m. On the phone? On the phone. This is her house number she called me on. It says it, I got the call from her. I can't even see it. 349. The 349-3345. That's uh, Rebecca's number? Yeah, that's the, this is the house number. So what was that conversation about? I was just talking to her. I was driving through Johanza, uh, and I was just talking to her, and I was just talking to her about like how her day was going and everything, and... Cause she said she was supposed to go hiking with her ex-boyfriend last night at like 6.37 o'clock or something. And she, I, I lost signal with her coming through, through my hands and I was still talking to her and I was like, well have fun with on your hike or whatever and when you get back call me on, call me on your house phone or call me when you get to work. And she never called me last night which is weird because she, she would always call me. So she said she's going on a hike. Yeah, she said she was going on a hike. Did she say where or what time? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what time it was supposed to be, and I don't. I don't know where she was gonna hike. Probably she, somewhere uh, around her property. Is she a hiker? Yes. What, she, what, she would, she what would, does she typically do for a hike? Um, sometimes she would walk over here to this uh, this place behind her house. I think it's called Flat Top or something. There's like an abandoned abandoned van there, and just like a place where people like to party. But they would her and her stepdad we would take hikes out there and. Walk along like a five-mile hike in a big circle, come all the way back. How long did you talk to her for? 
last night on the phone for the last time? Yeah. Or in general? No, last night when you were talking to her. Last night, the last time I talked to her was for... 5 minutes and 41 seconds. So how did she say her day was going? It was good. I was with her the entire day until she came up here. Do you have problems with anyone? Mm, not that I know of. What time did you drop her off? Um, I didn't drop her off. She she drove up here, but the last time was probably about. I think she got home at about three o'clock yesterday. No, she got home at five o'clock yesterday. she have a current boyfriend? Um, she was dating my cousin, but they just broke up about two days ago. And he was at my, his twin brother's house in Costa Mesa. Is this the same person as the ex? No, this is okay. another one. So, the boyfriend, they broke up two days ago? About, yeah, two days, two, three days ago. And what's his name? Jacob Santiago, or Figueroa. He's trying to change his name right now. So what is it now, Figueroa? It's either Figueroa or it's Santiago. I think he's still in the process of changing it. And where does he live at? He lives in Palm Desert. Do you know where? Um, off of Deep Canyon, I don't know the address. He lives in one of the apartment complexes there. Why'd they break up? They would, they would always pick and nag at each other over stupid things. I mean, would he uh, want to do something like this? No, he would, no, he would never do anything like this. He would never. So, what do you know about the ex? Um, what's his name? His name? That's uh, Robert. Robert uh, Pape. What's his last name? Tape. Pape. P A P E. Yeah. How old is that guy? He's 18. How old is Jacob? He's 21. And what is Rebecca 18 or something? She was 18 turning 19 this month in uh, October. So what was uh, Robert's story? Uh, he was he was supposed to come up here to go hiking with her and his friends. And, uh, and then he called her at the last second and canceled. I think he said he just he couldn't make it up here or something. And then, uh, and then after that, I don't know what happened. Is that what Rebecca said that he canceled? No, she didn't. She didn't, she didn't tell me anything about that. When I was talking to her, she was she just finished getting ready to uh, to go out. Like she just put her pants on and her shoes and everything. So how did you know Robert canceled? I I was talking to him earlier today. I talked to him today. Where's he live at? He lives in uh, Rancho Mirage. Do you know where? Did he say why he canceled? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't recall. You know the other friend who he's gonna come along with? Mm, no, I don't. 
book ever talk about someone uh, not liking her or the family or no? I don't any I don't, problems. I don't know of anyone who would who would do anything like this. How'd you hear about this? From her best friend Claire. She called me like three times this morning to tell me. What'd she tell you? She told me all she told me was that uh, she found out that her house burned down and that that burned down last night and nobody can get a hold of her. What card is uh, Rebecca normally drive? The green Scion XB. The what? A green Scion XB. It's like a square. Does she work? Mm-hmm. Where's she work at? She works at the Denny's on Monterey and 111. The graveyard shifts on Saturdays and Sundays. Monterey and 111. It's right at the bottom of 74. Like right when it turns into Monterey to 74. In front of the mall by Macaroni Grill. What type of person is she? She's, uh, she was really, like, energetic. She liked to, she was spontaneous. She wasn't, a, she wasn't a mean person at all. She was really kind and giving and... Is she a partier? She didn't party that much. She partied, but she didn't party that much. She used drugs? I know. She owe anyone money? She doesn't owe any money. Have any financial problems? What about um, John or Vicky? Do you know what type of people they are? I don't, I don't know anything about them. Anyone else living here that you know of? No, just the three of them. Now these other guys with you, were they friends of, um, yeah. Beck also? The guy with the red hair. Just all from school, or? Well, he didn't really meet her in school. He met her this summer with me. Mm. But we've all, like, all my friends and I and her, we've all gotten along really good. Okay. Can I see the bottom of your shoes? I'm sure you, my footprints are probably somewhere up there, because I've been up here the last couple days. Were you here yesterday? No. I think the last time I was up here was Friday night. Okay. Because we stayed, we, my friend and I stayed the night here because my other friend that's here with us lives down the hill, right down the road. So we what's his name? Nick. Nick uh, Coraline. So what's the uh, living arrangements here? Um, like, where was Rebecca's room? Rebecca's room was, as soon as you go up the flight of stairs, the first room to the right. And John and, John and, and Vicky, Vicky share a room? They shared a room. It was, I believe, the second or third door on the left. As soon as you'd go up the stairs, there'd be like a hallway, and there'd just be the door right in the middle of the hallway, and I think there's a door on the left side, too, somewhere. Do you have any animals? Uh, two dogs. Two Labradors. A beige one named Sugar, and a brown one named Spike. What's up with all the cars up there? It's like a lot of cars that don't look like they've been moved in a while. The black Mustang belongs to her sister who's in the Air Force in Japan. And she stopped driving it because... What's her name? Uh, Drew. Okay. And the green Scion XB was Drew's, Drew's car, but when she left to, the, to Japan, she gave it to Becky. And then the, the green van was John's. He would use that to get to work. And the red one, they would use to put all their trash in and drive it to the dump. And the... Infinity up there, I think it's a blue one, was uh, 
was Becky's, but she gave it to her mom as a gift so she can get to, to work and everything else. And where'd she get the Infinity from? She bought that when she lived down in uh, Santa Clarita. I mean, Rebecca worked at Denny's and gave an Infinity to her mom as a gift? Well, not like as a gift, but like that was her her car to get around in, and she was always driving her mom around. Uh, so then she just gave her the car because she got this one. So there, was, so there was no reason for her to have two cars. How did she afford all the cars on it? Denny's salary. The insurance wasn't. I don't know, but I don't know anything about the payments or anything. I don't know. All that was she a she a money saver? I mean, yeah, yeah, she, she was a money saver. She go out and spend money on all sorts of ridiculous no, things. No, that was one thing she wouldn't do. If anything, she would just buy food. That was it. How is she with uh, boys? You know, um, you know, a lot of. Guys try to date her. She turned a lot of guys down. She would turn a lot of guys down. A lot of guys. She get hit on a lot. You know, people wanting to go out with her. Um, I'm sure she did, but I mean, I was I wasn't with her. I wasn't always with her, but I'm sure a couple times. Like at work, I know she said there would be a couple. There'd be people who would do that all the time. Who's her best friend? Her best friend. Yeah. It's uh, Claire, but I don't know her last name. Is this the same person who told you about this? Yeah. That called you today? Where does she live at? She lives in Russia. I don't know where. I don't know the exact address or anything. Alright. Well, unless uh, there's anything else you can think of, obviously I can't really give you much information. I don't really have a lot of information. I'm leaving the house burned down, trying to find out what the deal is. Butterfly? I didn't know. What's what? Alright. Um, well, under the circumstances, not much I can provide you with, you know. Would you be able to tell me if there was like a green sign or anything in the driveway? Um, Just to make me feel a little better? Like a green box car? Well, there's a whole bunch of cars up there. I don't really recall everything that was up there. Um, so I have to walk back up there and look, so... Alright, anyway, I would be able to get up there too or no? I mean, the car being there or being gone isn't really going to give you an answer either way, you know? So. It would just make me feel a little better if I just knew. Let me see if these other guys are still out here. But whose truck is out here, this red truck? My, my friend who lives down the road. Alright, come out here with me. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Robert and Javier spoke multiple times throughout the day, and eventually Robert went down to the police station to be interviewed. Robert's interview will take up the remainder of this episode, but I want to give you one little heads up before you begin listening. Just to avoid confusion in your note-taking, you're going to hear that Robert first mixes up Saturday and Sunday. You're going to hear him first say that he saw Becky yesterday, which would be Sunday, and then later he realizes the mix-up and corrects himself. And I'm only telling you that because knowing it will save you a lot of scribbling in your notes. Here's Robert's interview. How long have you known Becky? I know her. I actually, as a matter of fact, I um, I knew her in elementary school. Okay. And I, I just knew she was really familiar. And then I saw her again my junior year at high school. And we, we started talking because we had a mutual friend. And we, um, well, we ended up going out. We ended up living out for a year and three months. Okay. And then, okay. When did you break up? January. January uh, this year? Yes. Okay. How come you guys broke up? Um, it was, well, one, she had told me just a little bit earlier that she had, that, uh, well, she got me, <laughs> basically. Okay. Uh, she told me that, and, you know, I was willing to, you know, whatever, forgive her, but, it was just, it just kind of bugged me, and, you know, it was just... Some of the questions I'm going to ask you are obviously personal. Okay, I'm not here to pry into your personal life. I'm not here to persecute you or do anything like that. I'm not a dope cop. You know, I'm not a, a you know, if you were sitting on a key log, you'd care less. Okay, so a lot of the questions I'm going to ask you may tie into some sort of miscellaneous criminal activity if they do. Be honest with me because I really don't care. All I'm here to do is kind of resolve what's going on with Becky. Some of the questions, like I said, may be personal. I don't mean anything by them, but it's really important in these yeah. investigations that you're completely, you know, come forward with whatever. You said that she was cheating on you. How did you know she was cheating on you? Um, she's, I mean, it's just that her personality is just kind of free. She's kind of out there. And, um, but she had, she came forward and told me. What'd she tell you? Um, she just drove over my house. She was, you know, hey, I gotta talk to you. And that. Uh, she was crying. And as I said, she got drunk at a party because we had uh, we'd almost broken up. And then she just got mad, got drunk. That's, that's something to do. Did it was something you knew? Or? Uh, I don't know. I don't think she did. Maybe I heard his name, but it's known right now. Yeah, no. I don't really know any of her friends. So she's a friend of hers? Um, it was, I guess it was someone that she, she kind of barely knew. She said it was just one just one night thing. There was nothing like actually going on between them. When was the last time you saw Becky? 
I saw her yesterday. Okay. Actually, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in a while. I actually saw her yesterday. Um, Tell me about that. What time did she? Um, it was it was after work, so I'd say uh, it was between six thirty and seven thirty. I that's probably a good guesstimate. And you said that uh, it was after work. Her work? My work. Your work? When uh, you work? Sunday was my last day. Um, it, I worked uh, as a lifeguard at Sook City. Okay. And um, uh, after work, I went over to my friend's house and we were just hanging out. And she gave me a call and she said she, said she was in the area, so she was asked if she could stop by. What friend's house did you go to? Um, his name is Christian. He's Best friend of mine, so Smith. And uh, this Christian Smith, he's been a best friend of yours since when? Sixth grade. Where's he live? He lives is in Cathedral City. I don't know the exact address. Phone number. Um, his number is. And that's his cell phone number. And so you were at his house? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, his mom's house. His mom and dad are just. His dad is on 30th, his mom's right on this concert. Is this in Cathedral City? Mm -hmm. And uh, Becky called you or you called Becky? Becky called me. And what'd she say? Um, I don't know how the conversation went. It all started exactly, but she was saying she was working on some homework. Uh, she had a bunch of homework to do, and then she had class later on, but she was she just wanted to come over and talk, and she came over. We. The Christians? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we just walked outside and met her, talked for just a few minutes. It was just a little, you know, hi, how you doing? You know, what have you been up to? Stuff like that between the three of us. And, um, and she went in and we just went back inside. And then not long after that, I went home. He went and hung out with his girlfriend. Okay. Where'd she go? Uh, I assume. Huh? Actually, she probably, uh, she probably didn't go home. I'm sure she had her work clothes with her. Um, she lives all the way up there, so. She didn't say where she was going to go? No, I assumed work. She didn't say what she was doing that night? Well, she said that she had work, so she did that's why I assumed she was going out there. But I, I think she said it didn't start till later. Oh, she always worked uh, the late shift. Where'd she work? Denny's. Where? On um, 111 and. Um, Which one? That's on here. Um, so she shows up at your house at about what, 6.30 you said? Yeah, Christian's house. Yeah. Okay, our Christian's house at 6.30 and you, you guys talked for a little while and she left about what time again? Well, she was, she was there no longer than 10 minutes. Okay, and you guys talked outside. What all did you talk about during that 10 minutes? Just, you know, what's going on. I gave her a hug. She shook Christian's hand and just is I was all just really, you know, just real informal stuff, just, hey, you know, what have you been up to? Was Christian there the whole time? Mm hmm And uh, who left first? Well, it was kind of a mutual, it's like, all right, you know, well, you know, just talk to you later, and then we go, she walked to her car, and we walked inside. Okay, so you guys stayed at the house? Yeah. Okay, so she left, and you guys were staying at the house, how long did you stay there? Not very long, no more than no more than an hour. I I assume no more than an hour. Okay. And then he went hung out with his girlfriend. I went home, hung out with my cousin. Who's your cousin? My cousin is Marty. Martin Johnson is his full name. Martin Johnson. Mm -hmm. 
and he he lives in San Diego, but he's been down here because he's um, has a car that he had. What's his phone number? So you went and hung out with him at your house? Uh, my grandma has a like a summer house. It's just kind of an extra house. She just goes there once in a while, but it's really for family and stuff who comes down and you know for the weather. And he's that's where he's staying. And my house is just across the street from that. Okay. And so I just went over to my grandma's house and we we're just playing video games and back. Hung out with him there. Told about what time? So I fell asleep. Um, I, I slept there. You so slept I was I woke up in the morning before work and what time? Um, let's see, I thought I went I ended up showing up at work an hour early because they didn't tell me it started an hour late. So we actually um I suppose nine o'clock. Nine o'clock about nine o'clock I got ready. You mean today? No. Huh? No, this is the night of Wait, is that actually? That's right. No. Yeah, I thought you I'm sorry, I completely... Okay, what I day did you last see Becky? Last day I saw her was the day before yesterday. So, Saturday? Yes. And then I woke up Sunday morning for work, because Sunday was my last day of work. Okay. Alright, there we go. And then, so yeah, we hung out, played video games till... Yeah, I can see how that's weird. Um, we hung out, played video games till... Um, I fell asleep, woke up in the morning, went to work. Then what happened? Um, let's see, I went to work, ended up wanting to get fired, got kind of suspended, and went down with the slider after they turned the water off. Was, okay. I'm stupid, anyway, I had two more days left anyway. You got suspended? Yeah, it was the next next week was our last two days, next weekend. Okay. And the army manager, the guy, was not cool. Alright, so you get and suspended about what time? Uh, I'd say if I left the park about 6.30. Where'd you go? Home. And I was home for not very long. I was home for a little while, maybe half hour, 45 minutes, probably right in that time zone. Um, my mom was trying to get me to go to that church, and I was going to go to Sacred Heart, but then I called them, and they didn't. Their last mass was 5.30. So your mom was home with you? Yeah. What's your mom's name? Uh, Kathleen Tate. K T H L E E M. And so her, my little sister. What's her, is she can reach her at your home phone? Or she um, has a cell phone? She's to call her cell phone. Okay, what is it? I could take it online. She, it's really hard to get a hold of her. But what is it? Um, it's okay, so you're with your mom. She wants to go to church. You decide you're not going to go to church, right? Well, I, I started to, um, my Christian and I, we're actually going to go, and then it was too late, so we just went over to his house, his dad's house. So did he come pick you up, or did you just go over there? Yeah, he picked me up. Okay, we went to his dad's house? We went to his dad's house. Um, his dad's name? Uh, John Smith. It's a pretty common name. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, I can reach him through Christian? Uh, sure. Or do you want me to give you his? Yeah, do you have his phone number? Yeah. And yeah. His dad wasn't home, okay. so you can talk to him, but he's not going to say anything. Right. Um, what I'm trying to figure out is if his aunt was home, because his, his 
at that house, his aunt and his dad both both lived there. And sometimes we have shoes home. Hopefully, she stops because other than that, it was just us. They were there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we were there an hour, maybe somewhere right in that time zone before we went by um, James Orkin. Uh, there's a little spot right back there where they have all the sofas and tables and stuff like that, and we're playing St. Paul Cousins. Okay. Um, what kind of car does Christian drive? First, well, he himself drives and a horse Oldsmobile. Oh, horse Oldsmobile, four to two, old seventy three. Like an old hearse? Yeah, old. It's an old seventy three. Like a, a hearse that you transport coffins in? No. No? Okay. No. Hearse is H E R T Z. Oldsmobile. One oh, old okay. Oldsmobile. The big block for Oh, okay. But it's not like a hearse? No. Okay. Oh, right. no. <laughs> hearse, I guess is what I'm saying. Whatever they're called. Uh, I think it's hearse. Okay. But hearse okay. is uh, the guy who modified the Oldsmobile, I suppose. All right. And you guys just hung out at his house? Mm hmm. And what time did you leave there? Um, probably, um, was I leave there? Well, we were there probably about an hour. So I'm, I'm not really sure exactly. So if I left my house at 7 earliest, that's said I'm at the earliest, uh, about to 7.30, then I was there right about that time. So, uh, so I Anchor 839 or something like that. I, I, I okay. How'd you get up? Where'd you go after that? Um, we just did that. And then after we did that, we ended up on, before he dropped me off, we stopped and got um, uh, chapstick and gas. My cousin had texted me and said he made chapstick. His lips are all shot. We went to the gas station. Who was that? On drilled Ford. And um home. Okay. And we went right there, just got some gas and that, and then he dropped me off and he went home. Okay. Dropped you off at your house? Yeah. Did you go anywhere else that night? I hung out with my cousin Mark. He played video games until I fell asleep. Across the street? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you spent the night again last night at your cousin Martin's house? Mm-hmm. And what time did you wake up? I actually woke up pretty early because my mom was calling me because, um, she left for school for the teacher. Her and my younger sister both go to Jen Torkman. Okay. And um, I woke up to go take the dogs out. Kind of did that. Um, um, talked to my cousin a little bit. And then um, somewhere in there, I, I, had, I had a few things to do. We'll go to Radio Shack, grab some stuff for my car. Yeah. So the last time you talked to Becky or saw Becky was on Saturday, right? No, she called me on Sunday. Sunday meaning yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Okay, because you had your days confused before. Uh, let me make sure I understand. On So Sunday was the day that she came over to Christian's house? No, Saturday she came over. Sunday we only talked on the phone. Okay, so, you, okay. And so your ta- uh, everything you were saying occurred on Saturday did occur on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And everything you said on Sunday, but you talked to her then again on Sunday after seeing her on Saturday. Um, yes, okay. yeah, that's why that, That's why I was, I was really concerned I with Javier who had called me this morning because um, as far as he knew, 
he thought I was supposed to be with her. So he was really concerned. He was asking me what was going on. Well, what happened on Sunday in the conversation? Um, Sunday, she wanted me to go hiking with her. Okay. And so um, I wasn't really cool with it, and I didn't really want to hang out with her because I know if I spend too much time with her, she started getting like attached again. I didn't I understand she was. Right. So I said I would. I her, I'll go. And then I talked to her later, and I'm like, I don't really think it's a good idea. And I explained it. And she got pretty emotional, called Christian, and Christian said, you know, he didn't really want to deal with it, and, you know, stuff like that. And then that was in the last time I talked to her. Would you say that she was depressed at the time? I wouldn't say depressed, no. So I mean, she got emotional? Well, yeah, I mean, she, I could tell she still had some, like, feelings, like, towards me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say depressed. That, that wouldn't be the word that I would use. Um, but what would be the word you'd use?
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going back, you said that she would tell you about the stuff and talk to you a lot. How often would she call you? I haven't talked to her in a while. Um, it was... It was kind of a big thing where my girl, my current girlfriend, was just because Becky. Ever since we broke up, she called me a lot, and I'm trying to try to you know spread the conversations further and further out. You know, I wasn't gonna just push her away, but she just kind of you know didn't want it. Thought it would just kind of move it on and stuff like that. But she liked to call back, and she tried to make it you know regular basis and just make the conversations more often. But the other thing that bothered me was that they always included some other guy. There's always another guy in conversation about another guy she met or how this guy's still being strong and stuff like that. So uh, it's... Didn't like it? I mean, I, it's, I just knew what she was doing. It's just girl drama, so I right. just wanted to stay away from it. Girls definitely do that stuff. So I just I stay away from it last night. You said that, um, again, that she was telling you about the stuff or talking to you and it was increasing more and more. How often were you talking to her? Well, she tried to, but I haven't talked to her in, I don't know, since, well, since Saturday. It was uh, a month or two, at least. Then you haven't talked to her? I haven't talked to her now. So let's go back to January when you guys broke up, right? It was January? Mm-hmm. Did you talk to her after that? I did. I, I tried to. I tried to maintain like a friendly uh, relationship, yeah, but it just wasn't really working. Why? Um, she well, she started you know bringing up all of these other guys all the time, and she couldn't just keep things like friendly. It, it always get like personal. She'd ask me questions about like girls and things like that, and you know it couldn't just be like, hey, you know what's going on? How you doing? I tried to move it past that, you know, she, how she was, wanted to go up to the Marine Base. And so at some point, did you stop talking to her? I stopped a bunch of times. I mean, I, I, I tried different things. Sometimes I just, like, didn't answer. Sometimes I gave her excuses like a doctor. Sometimes I told her, like, um, you know, I just don't really feel comfortable talking to you. And, you know, and talk about different things like how she's... I knew what she was doing, just trying to get me jealous. And I just tried different things to get her to not talk to me. And none of them was really working. Um, I said the longest period of time was the last month or two that I didn't talk to her. And then she stopped it. 
was the last time you had sex with her? January? Yeah. Did she ever get pregnant? Mm -hmm. She used birth control? Um, she, I don't think she ever used birth control. Did you? Uh, come. Come? That would be birth control. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, okay. I was just thinking of the pill. Um, and the last time you said it was in January? December or January. Just right now. At any point between January and now, think hard, did you guys ever make up and get back together at all, even for short periods of time? Do you know how that happens when you break up? I, I know how it goes. Um, I, um, no, that, I made sure that once it was done, it wasn't a relationship where you're, I mean, a close relationship, it was just friends. You know, I, I've seen her a couple of times, you know, hug, was about it. You said something about a, you have a current girlfriend? Mm -hmm. What's her name? Sarah, Monica. Here's the last one. H-O-N-A-K-E-R. What's her phone number? Um, it's... What's that? It's a number, remember? Oh, yeah, it is. A lot of fives and a lot of threes. Okay. Just you got to get the order right. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been dating her? I actually started going out with her January. It was right so after. Right after. Right because it was... I had I've known Sarah since sixth grade, so we've had, you know, we're, we've been friends. Um, we didn't really get along that well in middle school, but starting in you know, sophomore junior year, we started being, you know, we're friends. And then I actually I dated her for like a couple days, in somewhere before I went out with Becky. Does she know that you've been talking to Becky lately? Yeah, I, I told her about it. And she's okay with that? No. No, <laughs> she, she's like, hey, you know, why don't you just, um, you know, why don't you just like ignoring messages? You know, if you want to ignore them, you wouldn't even have to talk to people and stuff like that. So, I mean, because Javier was under the impression I was, I actually seen her. So, you know, she's like, hey, if you haven't talked to her, you wouldn't even be in this mess. So, you know. Before this Saturday, had you seen her at all? Not in a month or two. Not in a month or two. So would you consider it out of the ordinary for her to call you up and come by Christian? Out of the ordinary? I, I mean, it's something that I wouldn't think like, hey, I don't know what she's thinking. It was, it was something that she would do, but it hadn't ha happened in a while. Okay. Um, yet when she came over, she just talked for like 10 minutes, then left. Mm. Well, she just... I don't know, she just wanted to try to ease her way back into, you know, you know, we saw each other for a minute, so now she started calling me and things like that. Did you drive a car? Do I drive a car? Uh -huh. What kind of car? It is an um, Acura Legend 1990. You don't have a little plate, do you? Uh, no, I don't. What color? Uh, gold. And you never went hiking with her? No, you never made contact with her or saw her in any way, shape, or form? No. Oh, a doctor. No. Yeah, but I mean... No physical... No physical. No. Okay. Um, what do you know about what happened? Um, Javier Garcia, um, Bonnie Garcia's son. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know Ken, or Dr. Murray? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, he called me this morning. I 
I can look up what time he called me, but he called me fairly early this morning. He um, explained that, uh, you know, he's like, hey, did you hear what happened? He said, no, there's a fire at Becky's house, and they found three people. Um, and then uh, he, he called me twice. You know, he just gave me, like, a little bit of information, and then coming back, and he would call me back as he found out more bits. But from, as far as I know now, there's three people, two of them were, um, like, sex was unrecognizable. One, who was found in a wheelbarrow, um, was um, a female, about 20 years old, um, and the whole house was, the whole house was, I don't know, destroyed, or the whole house caught on fire, apparently, um, which wasn't really, you know, it's kind of an older house, and it found so, and it made sense. Um, and there wasn't much more. Um, Oh, and then he called, uh, he said that um, her dad was called in to try to identify any of the three, and I guess he couldn't do it. And then uh, the last thing I heard was loaded up the bodies and, and bags and took them out. Did, he, did you ever ask him where he got this information from? Um, well, he said he was up there. He had actually seen a lot of it. So, well, I mean, he couldn't get like to the house, but he said he saw like the bags being taken out and stuff like that. Did um did you guys talk at any at all about what might have happened? Um, well, I asked him like, do you, do you have like an idea like what started it? He's like, I have no idea. I was like, and he was he was saying too in a house old. He knew that um that his dad had built it and this you know he said he said old timber. I don't know if that was made out of but you know old you know it was old wood and um, it just go up easy so. I, I assume not, it wouldn't take much, but as far as the window barrel, I, I, I Where's that come from? Where did it come from? Yeah, from, and where did you say that information's coming from about a wheelbarrow? He, I, I don't remember. He, he was saying he was there, and he, he was just telling me about it, so I assumed it thought or something. I don't remember. not completely positive. When was the last time you said you were up there? The last time I was up there? God. Forever. I had gone, I had gone camping up there since we broke up, but to her house, not since December, I'd say. Did you, when you went camping up there, did you see her? Hmm. Hey. There's no camping up there. I did go camping up there with her once. Did I go? Maybe did. It was all it was all a while ago, so it was. If I I can't remember if it ended up dinner. I I think I think the last time I did go camping up there was with her. Okay, and that was after January. No, no, it was it was while we were still together. So you have, have you been camping up there since you broke up? No, I have not. No. Okay. I was I was thinking that there was a time after it, but we didn't go. All right, so you haven't been up there at all. Um. For the mm -hmm. Okay. Is there anybody that you can think of, say this isn't an accident and the place didn't burn down or whatever, is there anybody that you can think of that would want to hurt any of them? Um, I've, I've heard plenty of instances where she, she's uh, been taking fights with 
other checks, but nothing that, I mean, unless someone was crazy to spark this kind of, you know. You said something about her hanging out with Marines and stuff like that. How would she meet these guys? Uh, she talked about going to, um, going up there. So Playing at homes? Mm -hmm. uh, she would hang out there at like, parties or something. Was it by herself? Um, her, she, I remember the last thing I heard is her, I think it's her sister maybe or something. She went with someone, one of her friends. But, um, yeah, and then, and then I'd also heard from, um, it was actually a friend of mine that she, um, he and Dave had gone to Denny's, that she had a, her nose in like a uh, cat, cat thing or something. I don't know, we're, we're going to protect you know, if she had gotten a broken fight or something. Did you ever hit her? Never. No. You guys never had any violent confrontations or anything? It's okay, you know that happens. A I, girlfriend that... I, I, I understand. Her sister, Tiffany, I, I kind of didn't really did want to hurt too much. She, I, Rebecca told me that Tiffany had told some of the family that that I beat her, but um, did you ever I hit her? Just mm -hmm. no, never. I mean, we you know we, we both get around, right? And you go back and forth. I mean, she wasn't a fragile girl, you know. So right. we mess around. She we lose each other. We both have bruises on just our arms, you know, just like right there. But uh, nothing past that. Did you kill her? No, no. Can I ask? I you know. Yeah. Uh, do you know anybody who lives? I, I can't think of anyone who would do that. Not, I mean, kill her. I wouldn't think of anyone who would kill her, but especially that. But she ever depressed? Um, I'd say after we broke up, she was. Well, she claims when I talked to her, she'd be crying, she'd be in tears, things like that. But she would even told me, and the week that we broke up, she had sex with two other guys, um, and I hear stories about her with different guys all the time, so. Did you ever talk to her, uh, yeah, or she ever talk about suicide or anything like that, ever? When we broke up, she she brought it up. She's like, you know, I'll just fucking drive off 74. And, but I never really took it seriously. I mean, it was, you know, I talked to her, I didn't just like it, so shut up. I talked to her about it, but I never wouldn't think that she'd do it. To your knowledge, did you ever try and kill herself? No. She did tell me that she had dreams of of doing it, actually. She was only like as towards the end of the relationship she was talking about how like she would have dreams and whenever she had a dream like it would come true. And I guess um her and Kevin talked about how a lot they're both freaking both out or something. She had talked about them driving on seventy four. But nothing like I all right, man. Can you think of anybody I need to talk to or anybody that she hung out with other than the people you said? Javier is, I'd say, is the best bet. He seems to know a whole lot more than I do. Well, I mean, he's told me, I guess, what he knows. But he's, he's talked to her recently. Um, I, Bernie's been hanging out with her a lot. Did so. they ever date? Um, I, think it was, I think it was more of a friend thing. Uh, I heard they were just good friends. Who else did she hang out with? Hanging out with, there was her best friend, Claire. Um, I don't have any way of getting hold of her, but she, Javier told me that she was the one that told him that the house actually caught up her. So. Anybody else? Um, Claire, Javier, 
Or, I mean, I've seen friends a little bit. I, I don't know their names or met a few people. Um, switching. I don't know. If I, if, I can, if I find out or anything or about that, if they think of anything, I could... Do you own any guns? Um, no, I don't. Does your family? Um, no, not my, none that I live with. And who does? Um, my uncle, my uncle um, goes... You know, for like Thanksgiving and stuff, he he's always got um, he's got dove. You know, he'll bring them dove or stuff like that. How many guns? Have we got anybody on any handguns? Um, all right. So type for a second, and I'll try and get out. Yeah, out here as quickly as possible. You left these trees across the street. That cloud doesn't work anymore, do All right. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to at 6.51 p.m. Michael's continuing at 6.52 p.m. What time did you call her back uh, on the cell phone on Sunday to uh, to not go camping? Or not go hiking, I mean? I can give you time. Guess. Um, you have to guess. If I had to guess, it'd be... It'd be after, after I left, and uh, probably not not too long after that. Anything else you can think of that can help me out? Anything we should perform? If if I hear anything, if I talk to anyone, if I think of anything, um, take down the number. Okay. Sure. So it's going to be eight three six. Truth and Justice is an NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Edited by Mike Bussing and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show was created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our fonts across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design, and you can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com, where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. And a big thank you to our transcription team, Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Kay Woodyomnik, Ginger Fiola, Erica Cantor, Danielle Rohr, Jennifer Ford, Courtney Wimberly, and Melissa Cardenas. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in several ways. To financially support the show, the best thing you can do is just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You'll not only be supporting the show, but you'll get something in return. On Patreon, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes bonus video content every week. Then other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. Just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also do us a huge favor by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the brands that sponsor this program. If you have a new case that you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. 
And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page on Facebook. And for all you tweeters out there, you can connect with us on Twitter at TruthJusticePod. And I can be found personally on all forms of social media at BobRuffTruth. And don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. Thank you.